And yesterday's shir we discussed the concept of tzedakah being a nether and being valid simply through, by virtue of a mental decision to give the tzedakah. And then we also spoke about giving an, an item that does not exist yet to tzedakah if there's a chiv. So we said it's a machlekas, the Rambam and the Ravid. According to the Rambam, the item is considered a chiv tzedakah. It's considered a chiv that has to be given to tzedakah. According to the Ravid, it does not have to be given to tzedakah. So just to read over again the Lashon Rambam from yesterday. Dina hektish v'dina aniyim v'dina anadarim e'nei k'dina hediyat b'kniyasai she'ilu amr adam kol ma'ashetel behemti yehektish v'bedek abayis o ye'asar lai o'etnenu l'tzedakah avla bish'enem eskadish the person is obligated to keep his word because the Torah says, whatever you say, you have to keep. The Ravid says, three lines from the bottom of the Ravid, the Ravid says in small letters over here, if he says, I'm obligating myself, that, of course, is a chiv. If he says, I'm giving this and this amount of money that was that that's going to be put into this pushka next week, that's not going to be a chiv because the money is not chal. If I say, I'm going to be chayiv to give from this money that comes into the pushka next week, that's going to be an obligation on himself. Now the Mechaber says, this halach is quoted in the Mechaber in Simon Reish Yud Beit, in Hilchus Mechamemka, there's a fundamental difference between Hegdish and Aniyim Tzedakah and vows that they're not, they're not similar to the regular halachas that you find by the day-to-day uh, halachas of acquisitions of Kinyonim. If a person who is a shchibmera makes accepts this, says this lashon that whatever comes out of this tree should go to anim, or the rent that's going, the income that's going to come from this rental property should be given to poor people. The poor people are zoich in it. means to say, it has a status of hegdish. The Yesh Oymim says to Ramah, the loikonu a hegdish of loyat stoka klum, the eno de makdish dover shalevel oilam. Since a person cannot be makdish something that's not in the world yet, therefore the, you cannot say that the hegdish or the stoka was kind of these fruits or this, or this rental income that was, that's non-existent yet. Therefore, he's simply saying empty words and it means nothing. But if he says, after my, my animal gives birth, I will take the babies and I will give them to Anim. Or after the income comes in from this rental property, I will take from this rental income and I will give to poor people. Neither he has to keep his words by way of by virtue of a nether, which is the sheet of the rivet. And therefore he has to it has a stat, that chiva is going to be a proper obligation. However, that's only if the person remains alive at the time to fulfill the nether. But if he already died, 
it's not there's no there's nothing here. Shahre Ainoi Kanchi Kaim Nidra, there's no one around to Makaim the Nether that he made. And the sheet of the Ravid, the Hainu, the, the, the Ramah, is the Iker. And that's the proper stack, that's its Roy to Paskin. The, the Mechaber says further in Sif Ches, he, he simply thought in his mind, he purchased land, and, and mentally, he made a mental commitment that he's going to give this piece of land to Hegdish, but he didn't say anything. Since he made a final decision in his mind to give the money, the, the land to Tzedakah, he has to give it. You, you don't learn Chulun from Kachim, and therefore it's not going to be obligated to be given to Hegdish. And today, practically speaking, we don't have the din of Hegdish, so therefore everything is considered a chulun, technically. However, you should be machmer like the Sari Shoyna says there are more that you should consider the Hegdish chal simply if it's a mental commitment. So the Ramah is basically paskening that if a person makes a mental commitment to give something to Hagdish, therefore it's going to be valid and it's going to be chal. He has an obligation to give it to Hagdish. The Grah brings various rayas to the opinion of the Ramah, and it seems to follow, the Allah seems to follow that a person should not think something in a final way in his mind if he does not expect to be able to give it to Hagdish. There's a famous story with Rechaim Salvechik that one time he was, he was in his house and he was thinking and learning or something like that and a poor person came in and he had in mind to give the certain amount of tzedakah to the poor person. By the time he was able to get the money to give it to him, the poor person had already disappeared. So Rechaim suddenly became white. He became very pale and he started panicking. He started running around trying to find the poor person. He sent his kids to run out. Maybe I think he sent the Biskarov to run out to find the poor person in order to give the money to the poor person. What's the reason? He said, because we have this halach over here that when it comes to tzedakah, a mental obligation to give tzedakah is, is binding. And I had in mind that this money that I'm giving, I'm giving to this poor person, and now he suddenly disappeared. And so they ran all around until they were able to find the poor person, and finally Rukhaim was able to calm down. Now this actually comes up many times. A person in shul sees someone collecting, and he has in mind, you know, he takes out his cash in his pocket, he finds a few singles, a few quarters, whatever, and he puts it under his scissor, waiting for the person to come. Now the person sometimes, for whatever reason, just decides to leave the shul. He goes the other way, or he didn't realize he was collecting from the front to the back, instead of back to the front, and the guy never shows up. And eventually he turns around, and he realizes that there's no poor person to give the money. So here we run right into the Shiloh that we're talking about here from Reb Chaim, where a person had a mental obligation to give it. So what do we do? What's the Eta? So Reb Bloy in Tzedakah Mishpat uh, says that we have to understand, we can't take this to, to the extreme. And what does it mean that a person makes a mental commitment? So Reb Bloy says as follows, Yesh Oymrim, it's Ivdalad, Yesh Oymrim, Shafi, Lehoite, Anad, Refib, Al-Gomer, Belib, Elas, Tzedakah, Chayiv, Lidzein. 
Some people say even if he didn't actually verbalize the nether, simply made a, a mental decision to give it, he has to give it. But if once he tells us that he actually had that mental decision, we force him to keep his word. Now, in the footnote in Sif Yudbeis, Sif Katun Yudbeis, it discusses the extent that this mental commitment has to be. So he says like this, third line in, When it comes to the Tainas, he just had in mind, but he didn't make a final decision. It's not considered a Kabbal. He has to make a final decision to give the money. But simply thinking that I want to give this money, what does it mean? That the mental decision was accompanied by a verb, was accompanying a verbal decision to give in general, just he made a mental decision how much. But in his mind, he thought how much he's going to give. So there, that the the amount of the nether that it helps your machshava. If you never verbalize anything at all, there's no chiv at all whatsoever. So continue a little bit further to where towards the end of the boy's um piece over here. So if you had thought that you were gonna make you're gonna verbalize it eventually, you were gonna go to dinner and, and verbalize your commitment, but in your mind before you left you spoke to your wife that we're gonna give this and this amount to the school. So that's not considered a machshavel at Stokia because you're dependent on your verbal statement of later on. So therefore your machshavel at this moment is not considered a final machshavel because you did not intend it to be final. However, if there's never going to be a final verbalization, like the question of the person standing in shul and someone's coming to collect, in that case, there's what to think about. Is that considered a finalized mental decision that you would be obligated or not. So the answer for that is that a person should always train himself to not to think I'm going to give this dollar to the person 100%. Rather, you should think if the person is going to reach me, I'm going to give him this dollar. But he should always have in mind that there may be a possibility that it's not going to happen. And in fact, people do do this. They, when, they, when they're sitting in shul and they put the money on the table, even if they think about a specific person, they always think to themselves in their mind that, of course, I don't, this is not a for sure definite decision. This is just my plan as of now. But I would, until it actually materializes and I actually give it to him, it should not be obligating me in any sort of obligation whatsoever. Another important aspect of giving, of giving a, a pledging to tzedakah is the concept of asmachta. Asmachta, we know, that means to say that a person who makes a condition on something that's some far-fetched or it's difficult or dependent on something that might not happen in a reasonable way. So it's not considered a, a valid condition. 
However, when it comes to Daka, it says in the Ramah, in Simi Reis Samach, Reis Zayin, at the end of Sif Yotes, it says as follows, the Im Neder, Vim Neder, Eze Dover Bas Machdol, it's Daka, Ela Hegdash, Koina. If you promise to give something to Hegdash, to an Asmachta, it's Koina. This comes up many times. People will tell, tell the Gabbai Tzedakah or the fundraiser or the administrator, you know, I'm in the middle of involved in a very big business deal. Mr. Hashem, if this business deal goes through, I'm definitely giving you $50,000. Now, it's dependent on the condition of it going through. So we could say Asmachta. In that case, as it says over here, in the Ramah, yes, that is considered a valid and a binding chiv, and it would obligate a person to be Mekayim as Nether, Mitzad, the din of Asmachta Lutzdaka, which is considered a valid form of a Nether Lutzdaka.